Two Faces Radio. This is Steve Gorman from the Black Crows, and uh, we are here together listening to Two Faces Radio. All right, Ira Malcolm. <laughs> um, are you are you guys uh, ready to go here? Yeah. You sure? I think so. Brian McClenney? Yes, Ira Malcolm. Are you ready to go? I'm ready, Ira Malcolm. All right. Does each one of these things have its own mix? The microphones? Yeah. Like no, the headphones. The headphones? No. Okay. Never mind. But they have their own volume. You can turn your volume down if you want. Is it too loud? No, I can, you're louder than me. Yeah. Okay, that's good. Never mind. I wanted to make sure I wasn't mumbling. This oh. works the same way as I can Marshall Ruffin and the Marshall Ruffin trio with Marshall Ruffin. This Ira Malkin with the Ira, the Ira Malkin supporting you, cast. You guys are guest <laughs> hosts right now. <laughs> works exactly. The same, it works the same exactly. Well, no, he's asking me technical questions. He I, is. For all intents and purposes, I am the technical guy here. I just play possum so he knows. when they ask technical questions. I just play possum. I just... That's one of those phrases where pe- when people say intensive purposes, it kind of bugs me. You know, or, what? or, or all or, uh, intents and purposes, intents right. and purposes. Yeah. And when people say intensive, intensive it pisses me off. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, I think I thought it was all those kinds of things are annoying. I thought it was intensive purposes for a long yeah. time. All right. So, Ira, where all are right. we? Tell Let- people where we are. People will never believe it You're when I tell them it's a where we are sitting. Turn of events right now, as I mentioned to our guests, Marshall Ruffin, and I said guests. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> because behind him is Adam Holiday and Alan. What's your last name, Alan? I forgot. Marcha. Marcha. Okay, I never got that. Alan Marcha on drums back there. Adam Holiday playing the. Uh, what do you call that thing? Well, organ bass, yeah, but I mean, uh, do you ever get too like technical? Like, I'm playing a Hammond XK3. Okay. Hammond organ. Right. Marshall's playing Hammond guitar X. and he's singing. So, as I was telling to our guests, they are the, uh, the first guests back into our beloved mm-hmm. Studio A. And we're happy to be back. We're happy to be back. Uh, Chris and this shit. We, we will go into detail on, you know, why we were not here and now we're back here yeah. at a. We'll pull it all time. together at some point and but, uh, let's tell you just the ins say and outs. It's good to be back. And it's we're great happy to, to be have back. these guys as our first guests. So, this is episode number 62. Yeah. We're just going to keep rolling like we always do. Keep them going. Two Faces Radio. You can find us at twofacesradio.com. If you did not find us through our website, you can find us on iTunes if you're only listening through the website. And you can find us on Facebook, too. Yeah. We're going to take nice, pretty pictures of these guys and we're going to post them on there. And uh, I'm not going to tag them because I, you know, I don't want to. Well, maybe I won't. If these guys say, you know, I don't want pictures out on Facebook of myself in this dingy studio, then oh, I'll it's great! It's great to be back. It feels really good to be back. But there's a lot of people uh, in this studio, so, particularly. Um, you guys feel like playing some music right off the bat here? <laughs> They're like, yeah, idiot, shut up. Well, do you want to just say hello first, Marshall? Hello. This is your second time here. Yeah. Which means I guess we didn't piss you off too much the first time. Nope. All right. Just we'll do better. This, we'll try better this time. <laughs> well, thanks for being back. You want to yeah, intro what you're going to do? Back. 
Nope. Okay, just do it.
nice. All right. That sounds now. good. All right. Yeah, it sounds real good. I'm yeah. digging. I'm digging. In old studio A. Ah, it, it really does feel good to be back. And Perfect I'm glad to have tune. A, I'm glad to have a band playing. So that was called Kicked in the Head, you said? Yep. All right. I didn't say that, though. Well, I heard you say he it before. Said it oh, yeah, I said it during the song. To those yeah. guys. To tell them what they were going <laughs> to do. Eavesdropping is fine. So though. tell me the story behind this guitar. You were saying earlier that uh, it so, got smashed or something. Yeah, I guess just over the years. It's a silver tone, uh, this model. It's basically made of cardboard and has like... What? Like... It does look like it's corrugated weird, cardboard or something. It has this weird um, vinyl siding on the side like you would have in lawn furniture. Almost looks like mesh tape or something. And uh, it just has one tiny little lipstick pickup. Yeah. So it's a junky guitar. It's like a novelty guitar. Yeah, it was but made it's in vintage. I mean. It was made in the 60s as oh. a novelty guitar, and it was Silvertone was made by a company called Harmony, and they were distributed in uh, Sears. Right. So it was like a Sears catalog guitar. Yeah. And almost every time I play it live, some... Old dude will come up to me and be like, "That was my first guitar." And <laughs> oh, we'll really? sort of geek out about it yeah. for a little while. Yeah, but I, yeah, it had a problem. The net, the um, headstock was broken, so I took it to a guy in Decatur, and he, with glue and toothpicks, uh, <laughs> fixed it for me, <laughs> and now I can play it. Toothpick? Well, shit, I could have done that. And the guitar amp actually is a is a amp. The, I mean, sorry, the the, the, uh, case, the guitar case the is case an amp. Is it's like an a amp. little three watt yeah, amp I've in seen there. Those. And uh, it sounds trashy and awesome. Well, that's what I was going to say. How does it sound? I mean, sounds good. Plus three watts. I mean, what are you going to do with that thing? I guess record with Play it. Play arenas, mostly. <laughs> Mic I mean, it up. Mic it up. That's what I do. Run, run, it, it up. run it through a stack of marshals, I guess. Yeah. Harmony actually made some pretty decent guitars. I know some people kind of... I think Tim used to talk about the Harmony guitars. Did they make, didn't they make like a, a 335 uh, knockoff yep. that I think people yeah. were pretty crazy about? Yeah, and they had some three pickup things like semi-hollow body guitars that look really nice. I've never had a chance to play, but I've always wanted to. And this was one of these things that I found and uh, had always been curious, and so I had the money, so I had to buy it. But nope. I like it. I have the only, the other guitar I play is a it's like a big semi-hollow body guitar. It's real yeah. heavy, and yeah. I and if I'm playing a long show, it, it'll like bother my back. I'm so I yeah. remember what you were playing last time you were here. Played he played my acoustic. Yeah. Oh. Well then, that answers that. Yeah, in house. But this thing, it's 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 like composite wood, so it feels like you're. It doesn't feel like I'm, I have anything on my back. So it's that's nice. nice. Run around the stage, flip yeah. it around your neck. Like I do uh, that a lot. Yeah. Who did that? Uh, the S- Cinderella. Cinderella. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what we didn't we stumped you guys not with the, that one? Not, no, the, it, not the glass slipper. Not Cinderella. everybody in here knew that. No, we're gonna do a Cinderella. <laughs> we're gonna do a Cinderella cover later. So that was Alan. Just do you want to come over here and, and speak of the mic? Or you want to talk in that? Do you? See, he keeps saying he's not gonna talk, but then he's he's, he's gonna talk. I think he wants to. Crowd participation. Alan's gonna get his own podcast. We're gonna do. Uh, oh, that's right. Yeah, Alan. Spotlight, Alan. <laughs> and you can just leave your kit here. You know, you'd be surprised though. Um, the guitar player from uh, Cinderella, the lead guy, Tom Kiefer, actually was pretty uh, well versed in yeah traditional in blues, blues yeah. music. Yeah, yeah, I've heard some acoustic stuff of his, and it's like he pulls off some serious shit. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of funny. Seems like he knows. He his seems shit. like he does. You know, what are you gonna do? But then, it of sounds course, good. We, we could be talking at our right? <laughs> I don't. <laughs> it sounds good to me. Yeah, I, mean. I don't know anything about them. Yeah, I know. You're probably because he was off. born when they <laughs> were. <laughs> Already did Actually, their re- already, when yeah. they did the reunion, they were already on their <laughs> way out. Yeah, I was born in 1997. 97. Um, it's been a long road, but things Wait, are looking up. Come on, 97. 
That'd be you'd be pretty young. Yeah. This is it. But he's going for that, uh, you know, young prodigy angle. I like it. I like it. So you last time you came to see us, you played acoustic here, and it seemed as though you were kind of doing the acoustic thing at that time. Yeah, I think I I was. Yeah, I was doing a lot of solo stuff, and um, I moved to Atlanta in January of this year. So now I've been. Uh, from Columbus, right? From Columbus. Mm. So now we've been playing a lot more, at least locally together. And yeah. it's been. It's it been also fun. seems like you had a lot going on at that time too. Like you had some sort of, I don't want to say, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but was it a record deal or some kind of? Uh, you could. I, don't uh, know. I mean, management. Okay. But maybe it's just um, management. yeah, there's less. There's been less going on than you might think. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think the last time, and it's been a while. And and you had recent when you were here, you had recently won that Blues Award. I didn't right. win. I was nominated, but I did oh, not geez. win. See, I'm fucking up all my oh, information. Doesn't matter. I should have just let. Yeah, I won it. It was really great. <laughs> I, my gown was gorgeous. <laughs> You're bringing it back to the. My ten, research for this interview the was ten nights, <laughs> The ten nights of tears. My uh, <laughs> after he found out he didn't. And win. my acceptance speech was tearful and heartfelt. <laughs> that's right. Never got to read it. Yeah. <laughs> no, I didn't win, but that's okay. It was a. Uh, we also. What we was this, that? Was that just like a local? It was. Uh, no, it was I think it was. Uh, oh, like it was a a regional or a national thing? It was like the. I don't. The indie, sort of like independent blues awards, and uh, uh, I got nominated. I haven't been nominated for anything. Mm. Not even nominated, for nothing, anything. I nominated you most improved one time in football. For something. Oh, biggest asshole or something. No, it, it was like it was it was something. Best uh, eyes finisher. I'm oh, sorry. On the lower west side or something, I don't know. Is that what it was? It was something. It was a very small. It was just like a small little side article. Small. That not a lot of people noticed. Yeah, but it was a blurb. Yeah, it was nice. You're a blurb. <laughs> You're a blurb. Uh, so what have you been doing late? I know you got some regular gigs out there. Yeah, I'm trying to play as much as I can in Atlanta. And um, what were you doing in Glenwood? Yeah, we're do, we're playing Glenwood later this week, and uh, what was it later? No, when is it? It's Saturday night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what that's was Saturday night. That's not later this week. That's yep. a big night for music. Yes, it's going to be a big night for everyone. All right, so the, I will what? be releasing this podcast probably tomorrow, which will be Friday or that day, Saturday. Okay. So if you're listening to this on Saturday, June, get, get your shit together 30? tonight. What? No, June twenty third. Twenty third. Then you're at Glenwood. Yep. With these fellows. Put the kids to bed. Yeah. Come Get a DD. Well, what brought, what, I don't know if we talked about this before, um, like when you first got, when you guys first got here, because we try not to talk too much, save it all for the show, but uh, mm-hmm. what was the, the what was kind of the, maybe the uh, cycle of events that kind of got you to Atlanta? Uh, I just kind of off the old track. To be honest, I've kind of felt like I was treading water in Columbus, and I wanted to get into a bigger market and meet more people and play more in the in the town that I lived. Right, because I was teaching a lot, but I wasn't playing very much. So that was my own sort of personal like impetus to get up here. And so far, as like I said, I probably should have done it a year earlier, but it's been good. I mean, I've met a lot of everybody's been nice, and you got plenty of time. You say a year earlier, but yeah. You know, I was only born in 97, so <laughs> I've got a long way to go. <laughs> when, uh, when did he you was a zygote, he was like, you know, I should probably move to Atlanta. Did you just come up here on your own, or did you come up with her, here with guys you were playing with? Alan, Had you already switched to doing, like, the, the, the full band thing down there? Yeah, I'd been okay. doing band stuff while I was living there, but Alan and I, Alan lives here, and Adam, 
uh, li- lives here also, and I met yeah. Adam when I moved up here. One of the first nights I was here, actually, I met him and at a, at, a, at Northside. So uh, since the three of us have been playing together, they already lived here, so it made it really easy. It's funny, cool. Brian and I <laughs> met at, at Northside at an open jam, mm-hmm. and we've yeah, been we together did. since ninety. Seven. Seven or six. Oh, that that was, oh. that's weird. <laughs> right, it was. That's crazy. <laughs> that was the year I was born. Did I tell? That's did I true, say that? Alan. I'm not fucking around. That's true information. I right know. There. I was, I was also born that year. I know. Yeah. And that's wild. He was born in the back room of Northside Tavern. So I mean, that is really that is wild. Not the back, awesome. room, not the back room. The oh, bathroom. The, the bathroom. Yeah. Yeah. He was born on stage. Was I was actually wondering what is the back room at Northside Tavern. I don't even know what's the, the back parking room. lot. So when it was it that you decided to say? Fuck bass players. Um, Ooh, wow! I don't and think I've ever said that per se, but I and, I, um, and got Adam to <laughs> cheering to kick on bass in the background. I played a gig uh, a year ago with a buddy of mine who I, I play his church sometimes. He's uh, plays one of these like uh, Baptist churches, yeah. and yeah, I'm, I'm kidding, I, of course. I love this. <laughs> I got plugged in living in Columbus. There was a handful of churches that I would play. It, that were sort of like filled with these real talented young kids who all were really good at drums and bass and keyboards and singing, but none of them played guitar. So I was, weird. and and it's all these like primarily black little Baptist churches down there, and so I was the white guy and I was the guitar player. So it actually was really fun. But I did I did one show with this guy where uh. uh, uh Alan, I met Alan through my old bass player, oh. who when he moved to Costa Rica, See, to, they're good for something. He moved to <laughs> Costa Rica, <laughs> yeah, and uh, the the first, I think maybe one of the first shows we did once he had moved away was with this organist, and I had always liked organ trio stuff. Yeah. So yeah. Um, I'd always liked that too. Yeah. So it was I had done it previously. So Adam wasn't the first guy I'd done that with, but he's right. the guy that I've done it with the most at, as yeah. of this point. And I, I don't know, I like it. I think it sounds good. It does. By the way, we're going to pull out that segment with the guy I've done it with the most, and just kind of <laughs> put that later in. on. Alan's in the, the guy that yeah. I've done it with the most. And put that under his. Put that under your that picture on the, Facebook. Yeah, the opening, <laughs> right. the I thought you were going to say you're going to edit this later, and it'll you'll, like later in the thing I'll say something sexual, <laughs> and then you'll pair those two. That's yeah, probably that's together. another idea. Yeah, exactly. We're hoping. Right. <laughs> we can only we can only cross our fingers. Or it'll be like the guy I did it with the most apples. <laughs> right. <laughs> It'll just be something totally right. <laughs> something that doesn't make any sense. Well, that's cool. I mean, that must have been a pretty good uh, – was that – do you feel like you were learning from those guys down there? Or did you feel like um, – I learned – I definitely – it affected me in certain ways. Like I, when I, I was studying jazz in school, and the stuff I write now isn't – I mean, I'm sure it seeps through, but it's not as complicated as the stuff that I was dedicating a lot sure. of my time towards. But playing with those guys, it's, it's – uh, you know, uh, it's all about, I don't know, they 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 can overdo it sometimes in a good way, almost, yeah. like singing and playing. Right. Whoa. Yeah, all that Vocal shit. Vocal gymnastics. All that shit. So, um, which is, f- I mean, it's cool when you're behind, when you're in a band and there's a choir and there's some lady that's losing her mind on the microphone. It's really cool. So right. that influenced me and it, it made me listen to more gospel and soul cool. stuff. And, and uh, also... One thing that I that I I didn't know I was doing until after I started playing with these guys um, is if you're playing in a place like that and somebody likes something that you do, whether it's an audience member or somebody else you're standing on the stage with, like they'll scream, they'll yell at you, they'll, they'll, it's a real audible 
like yeah. thing they they it affect if it affects them they're gonna make some sort of sound and I had never I didn't do that and it just sunk in with me and so uh, now I noticed that I do not that now and the only reason that I noticed I did it is uh-huh. I saw videos of myself doing it yeah. where it was like this video I was playing with these I think it may have been Adam and his brothers yeah. at a play at Darwin's in Marietta I was sitting in with them at a show. And Adam did something on organ, and I and I screamed. I like howled. Right. I was like, "Woo!" You know, one of those things. Yeah. And his brother looked over at me like I had stepped on a nail, or <laughs> he, they didn't know what happened. So, so it made me a little self-conscious about it. <laughs> but I definitely picked that up from all those gospel kids I've been playing we, with. Well, we always funny, make can, noises can, when we fuck up. I can I picture that differently too. Like, I think and you're Jay, gonna edit the word "fuck" or no, uh, out of that later. That you're right gonna edit the word <laughs> "up" out of that. We always make noises when. Yeah, I right. feel like if it was Jake, he would have went like that. But if it he was, did something like but that, if it was, it was Art, Jake. It was definitely oh, Jake. Yeah, Art just would have went something like that, and had and this gave is, this and, is great podcast and would give him me nobody could see what I'm <laughs> doing. And then he took anything. me and then he'd take me to the bar during the sets and give me a stern talking to. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool though. It's it's always good though to sort of be immersed in something completely different at one point. That kind of gives you. Yeah different perspective on yeah. what you do and they were all really welcoming like all those churches i played at were welcoming uh it wasn't something that i had grown up doing like they all had so they sort of understood i mean they were cool with including me in that and also right. i don't look like any of them so right. that wasn't ever a problem and for some reason i was a little self-conscious about that maybe thinking that they wouldn't be as welcoming as right. they ended up being but i shouldn't have had those reservations because everybody was really great that's cool Actually, I'm playing there on Sunday. One oh, of these really? places this Sunday. Oh, yeah. cool. Down there? Down in Columbus. Oh, heading back. Heading back. Oh, so you got a gig in East Atlanta, and then Sunday morning, you, c- you better take it easy Saturday night. Yeah, I... Uh, you got church Sunday. I know. It's <laughs> going to be a rough morning. Yeah, when I are you going to You may as well just out? stay up. I think that I have to be there at 8 o'clock, Oof. and it's two, what is it, two hours away, and oh, we'll probably long? get finished playing at 2 yeah. or 3, you know, so... You'll so probably just head right you're, out. You're going to stay up. It'll, well, we'll see. We'll see what motiv- what kind of motivation I have to keep, keep me awake. When was that all going on, like, you playing with those other musicians? Was that prior to you c- coming on our podcast? Oh, yeah. That, yeah. that had been something that was going on. Because yeah. I was going to say something I actually kind of... Well, before you went to Berkeley, right? No, 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 no. I went to. I haven't. I've lived in Georgia. I moved to Georgia in 2007 oh. uh, when oh, I was bad. when I was 10, yeah. and uh, <laughs> I uh, <laughs> and I uh, I went to. I, I graduated from school in 2006. So since when I did y'all's podcast, I yeah. hadn't been doing any of that gospel stuff in Columbus. You so hadn't I, been okay. Because no. I was going to say that I actually. And I could show you my notes, but I feel like I didn't know if it was the <laughs> electric thing. I do. I, I want to. I, I wasn't sure if it was the electric thing that was changing your vocals a little bit, or if it was just a natural progression, or what it was. But it definitely seems like your vocals have changed since the last time. And it wasn't just. I mean, it was just stylistically. I felt like they probably have. I'm sure playing yeah. playing electric might influence that. Being around those musicians may might have influenced that. Sure, playing with. Like ba- other dudes right now might have something to do with that as well. Hmm. I don't know. Do you find you can all read? What does that second note say? Apples, pears, apples, pears, hemorrhoid cream with a question mark next to it. Um, I was going to ask you, you know, playing just with, uh, you know, Adam kicking bass. 
I say kicking bass because that's what you're supposed to say, but you're not really. He's kicking it. We're all kicking it yeah. right now. He's kicking yeah. bass. Yeah. He's not physically kicking bass, but he's. Anyway, do you play any differently over that than playing with a regular bass player? I don't think so. Yeah. Um, I don't see why you would. Yeah, but I, I wonder if there is like some sort of rhythmic thing, you know, that's di- that's different. Uh, one of the reasons that I like playing with an organ trio yeah. is I have like I can play keyboards enough and and to like I have like specific ideas and normally yeah. I'll bring them to him if we're like writing something or arranging a cover. And I'll show him like my idea, and if he has a better idea, he'll change it. But if not, I like I like the the low end to be sort of simple. Yeah. And sometimes yeah. when you play with a bass player, which I'm guilty of this as well as a stringed instrument player, they have a tendency to add things yeah. that aren't really necessary. Right. Yeah. And playing with an organ bass player, he's doing two things. Like right. he's playing, he's comping the chords with his right hand, he's doing the bass with his left hand, and it keeps everything sort of. I think it, it tends to keep things a little straighter. Yeah. Or that makes sense. Which and I like. Yeah. I really like that. Yeah. That, that's yeah. what I was saying. Well, I want to do another tune. I want to have you do another tune. When we come back, we touched on songwriting a little bit and yeah. maybe some recording and blah, blah, blah. We'll, maybe we'll get into that. When we come back, <laughs> after a break, um, right, you get set up. I'm going to close those blinds because... I don't want people to look in here and see what the hell we're doing. This okay. is private stuff. This here. is private. This yeah. is this is uh you know serious. The people who are listening to this should secret, know that um, we're all it's hot in here and we have very little clothing on. So just mull that over. Well, people do know that I rarely wear clothing, so it really looked when I first came I in here. I haven't accommodated you well. I have fans. <laughs> I have air conditioning. When I first came in here, I thought you had a sweater on, but that's just <laughs> your natural. That's, That's just me. your natural well, sweater on his covering, face. <laughs> which I appreciate. <laughs> oh, wait, you have more of a sweater yeah, on Yeah, he's got face. more of a sweater on his Yeah, face. I do. I was talking about the general, like, torso area. Yeah, I Actually, I yeah. wa- I'm wondering, did you have you shaved since you were with us last time? <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> Years ago. I don't think I've shaved since Thanksgiving. So I don't think mine would ever grow. Do you have it. to pull on it to get it to start going out like I that? Have, I have individual weights for every hair that I <laughs> sleep with, and I sleep standing up. Wait, also. not just like a pick? Did you try to look more like Jesus so you could fit in with the Baptist churches? Well? No, that was just coincidence. That's just that would have been a good... But that's, that's good will come holiday time, you know? You know? Mm-hmm. That's a good movie premise right there. Put right that there. away. We're going to write the script. Put it down. Okay. I got it. You got it? Putting that's, it in my notes right now. That's a premise. That's not bad, right? That's ours. That's not yours. That's ours. <laughs> he's like he's like the new me. I used to be the old generational, uh, our generation's Jesus, you know, for, for the period <laughs> when my hair was long. Now, there's always got to be a Jesus. Now you're resurrected Jesus. <laughs> I'm the, All right, are you ready? Uh, what do you want to do? Yeah, what do you all want? <laughs> yes. You're not going to enter this one either? Nope. Either? Mm-hmm. All right, fine. Just Good enjoy fun. it, everybody. You cool with that? Walk yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> You got it? Yeah. Uh, hold on. Let me figure out how fast we can do this. London bridges fall In the water I played it on for the father of your sons and all of your daughter's life begins to fall because I gave you everything you've been wishing from all the magazines 
You've been fishing far with lace and string Laid upon the door which evening brings out your weeping eyes And soon you'll say, oh, better day And soon you'll find, oh, peace of mind Laugh upon the lawn The frown is gone And so you lay with me Until the dawn And on and on and on Until the sun reduced the rain You're reduced to say All the things that you see By the light that shines on me And all your weeping eyes Soon you'll say, oh, better day. And soon you'll find a oh, peace of mind. And soon you'll pray for heaven's sake. Soon you'll find a oh, peace of mind. Seven eight, wait. What is it called? There was parts of that song that were in seven eight. Okay, you got it. What were the you other get part? The prize, thank which you. Which is the rest of my beer. <laughs> Enjoy, oh, son of a. That's just like wash in there, you know. <laughs> you get to sop up the napkin <laughs> of the spilled beer. <laughs> yes. Put that in. I your, get to uh, ring it out. Put that in your trapper keeper. Yeah, I know. Later. Well, when you first, when you guys first kicked into that, me and Brian were over here counting. Yeah. yeah. What, uh, what is that? Well, I love. I love odd time signatures. Like, if you can find a way to do it where it's not like Rush, ironically, who we were talking about earlier. Uh-huh. It's, it's sort of disturbing. Well, uh, right. you know. I never I never cared for the way that. You don't want it to be alienating. I, yeah, I just yeah. don't want it to be too obvious to, like, people who don't know music. Yeah. Right. You know? Because I think I can put on Rush for just about anybody, and when they do like some of their stuff, people would be like, uh, "What happened there? <laughs> like something skipped the beef, something." So, and that I felt like was p- subtle enough. I liked it though. Oh, I thought you were going to say, "And uh, keep at it, guys." 
Better yeah, than keep next working, time. Keep working. No. <laughs> no, that was good. I thought that was, it was good. great. I loved it. It was a great version. Try it one more time. Yeah. Stuff <laughs> though, it's a challenge to find a way to work it in because just by doing that, you make something so much more original. In, in my mind, it just adds something to it. Yeah. All the. Uh, all the wardrobe changes when I play a show makes it, make it really original too, <laughs> and I bet that works also. Yeah, all your share costumes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I have a headdress sequins. <laughs> so there's I, actually a share song that I told Alan I want to cover, which is called "Cowboys Work Is Never Done." It's a really cool song. Sonny really? Cher, yeah, it's actually a really cool song. But it's like an old '60s Sunny and Cher. Song. Yeah, it's awesome. That's like uh, it's like that. it's like about a little kid, yeah. Who kids who were playing cowboys and Indians as kids, as ba- as like little little kids, and that's what the song is about. It's huh. like I used to ride a loaded six gun by my side, <laughs> and you think that the song is about like a, a gunslinger. You think but it's then, wanted dead or alive? But by then, as Joby. the song goes on, yeah. you realize it's just two little kids playing in the yard huh. or something. That's cool. Wouldn't yeah, it be funny if song. that was the song that sparked "Wanted Dead or Alive" by Bon Jovi? I believe it was. I think uh, I, have, I think John I mentioned. Think we that. found the yeah. source. He mentioned I think that. We found well, the I have an old Buddy Rich record that uh, where his daughter sings. Um, uh, oh, what's the song? La da 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 dee. Oh yeah, the yeah. Uh, what another what? Sonny and Cher? Yeah, but what the yeah. hell is that song called? And the beat goes on. Beat goes on. Yeah, beat goes on. You know that one? Uh, yeah. You guys ready? Yeah. One, one two, two. two. <laughs> that has an odd time to. That is a cl- that's a good tune too. Good little nifty little tune. Well, anyway. Good stuff from back then. From back Cher, in the day. Believe it or not. Share. So Who'd have thunk? That's probably a good one to uh, talk about songwriting with. Yeah, sure. I feel like you're, you know, like, <clears throat> we're all involved in the blues scene here in town, you know? And that's <clears throat> kind of our background or some of our backgrounds. And, you know, Brian never really came from that background. And I sort of didn't come from that background as well, but kind of got into it. And I feel like when you're not in, when you're not playing traditional music like that, all you think about is, oh, well, let's put a band together and, and write songs. You know, you don't think right. about, let's start with these covers. Well, what covers right. are we going to do? What, you know, what blues tunes are we going to do? Who's yeah. And do you kind of come from that? or? Yeah, I don't, uh, like, we did this, right when I first started playing, we did this blues challenge thing. Yeah. And it, we failed miserably because. Because <laughs> you played your own tunes. Yeah, yeah. We played my stuff and it, it wasn't. Right. It wasn't 12 bar. It wasn't a shuffle. Yeah, it wasn't bluesy, but that's all I you knew, knew was knew to write was, tunes. I knew that was going to happen. Yeah. And I told the people that convinced me to do it, like uh, my, my manager, Pat, I was like, Pat, this isn't going to go well. And he was like, no, 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 I'll be fine. And sure enough, they like, I think well, they give you like comment cards. Also, the whole thing about like a music competition sort of weirded me out. Like I felt a little weird about that. It seems, yeah. seems counterintuitive for some. some yeah, I'm yeah. not a big. A lot music. of people. I'm not a big that. competition. It fan. seems strange, but yeah. um, I was like, th- they seemed like they enjoyed the songs and the performances, but on the little comment cards they give you, it was like blues content, like how bluesy are you? However, <laughs> they qualify that, right. and it was like zero across the board, right. for every song. And we you played. were like, good. <laughs> you are zero blues. Yeah. So <laughs> zero points. Um, zero w- points. I wasn't surprised by that reaction, and yeah. it didn't dishearten me per se. But, uh, I, yeah, I don't think that I uh, fit in, uh, like, really broadly and easily to that genre. Right. I, I mean, don't, when you put a band that. together, you think more about, all right, we got we to gotta start getting together and, and 
getting tunes together, you know, writing new tunes. Right. And, yeah, and learning, learning new songs. And the covers that I do a bunch of covers. I mean, uh, well, when, yeah. we, when we play shows, it's a lot of these sort of bar gigs, and yeah. you play. You got to play three sets a so, long you know. time, yeah. you know, four hours of music or something. Right. So I'll usually do twenty or twenty-five right. of mine, and then twenty yeah. or so covers. But the way I feel like. Uh, when we when I do a cover, it's normally something that I haven't heard anybody else cover before. Well, yeah, we all try to do that. It's in a way that makes the song almost unrecognizable right. from the original, right. which I guess could be confusing to somebody that liked the way it was done before yeah. I reinterpreted it. But I can't. Oh, it's, it's always not, good to hear that. It's not interesting to me to do it any other way. Yeah. You know what's funny though? I bet because um, we ran into this too. I bet while you're saying that, you know, the, on the comment cards. All these people who kind of know blues uh, are saying that there's no blues content here. I bet somebody who's not necessarily a blues fan or a blues, you know, aficionado, one of the first things that they would say is, oh, it's kind of bluesy. You know? all, that always happens. Right. And so it's kind of funny because we right. would get that, too, all the time. People would be like, oh, well, they're kind of blues. And it's like, well, we're not. Because once you get in to me, once you move into uh, song structure, you know, and move away from 12 bar, you right. know, pretty much you've kind of, you know, you're not really doing blues anymore right. for the most part. And then you get people like my mother that go, oh, he's in a jazz band. <laughs> Does <laughs> she really talk improv. like that? No, we, That's that awesome. We, we do an exaggerated, a very ma exaggerated version. Oh, okay, sad. exaggerated, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> that would be cool. My mom doesn't talk like that. That'd be fun. Yeah, I she really talks a little bit more like this. Jazz in the jazz band. You know, he plays his harmonica. <laughs> and he has a tambourine. And he'll switch back and forth. And nobody even tells him when or how or what songs. He just knows. That's <laughs> He's really talented, awesome. talented, very talented. She sounds like a sweet lady. Oh, yeah. <laughs> wonderful, wonderful lady. She's a delight. She's a delight. <laughs> Anyway, what were we talking we about? Love you, Barbara. Uh, I was trying yeah. to. F- <laughs> oh, jeweler! Oh, no, he knows now, doesn't he know? He forgot. Damn it! I was trying to fit in a way to talk about your mom. Actually, so I'm glad we got that over with already. Here we go. I was See, we lay it all out for you. Look, we all the guys I've done, and <laughs> and now we've segment. got some information. Yeah, on we your can mom. put my mother we right got a lot in of that stuff clip. In there. <laughs> oh, jeez! Oh, she'll love it. I love how you edited together the sexual connotations with let me, my Let me name. ask you a question. Did you have your tambourine or your harmonica nearby when you were doing that? Because <laughs> that would really be talented. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, we are, could go Are we on the worst radio host you've on. ever talked to? No, we should keep talking about your mom. What, <laughs> okay. What's her wardrobe like? <laughs> All right, now this is getting creepy. Mm. What would you say her wardrobe is like? Say it slow. She's pretty modern. <laughs> Slow down. Slow down. <laughs> start with the... I'm thinking... All right, I changed my mind. Start with the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> start with start with the shoes. Let's just start <laughs> at the shoes. Shoes and accessories. That's where I wanted to end. That's yeah. where my mind's at. Oh, so that's going to be good. What were we talking about? All right, so let's get to the whole now. thing Come about... On. Songwriting? Come I don't on. Know. We're supposed to be professionals here. <laughs> We're, Come on, rein them in. Ira, we're interviewing talented you, musicians about things. You are the important. host of an Atlanta music scene podcast. It's time to reel us back in. You. Reel us. Oh. Well, you know, I, like those guys didn't want to talk too much, so I, I'm not going to. Well, you know, 
uh, you know, getting that. on the songwriting thing, let, let's get back to that because you mentioned well, something earlier how you went that to. That was going to be part of it, but go ahead. Okay. No, 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 go Oh, ahead. sorry. Oh, sorry. No, go, go. No, no, no. no, no. I didn't. Well, no, you're, you're on my track, so go ahead. I, well, I don't know if I'm on your track, but I was thinking you mentioned something earlier, which I had forgotten how you went to Berkeley. And then you also talked about kind of getting in with these gospel guys who I'm. I don't know. I could be way off base, but I have a feeling Yo, probably this is going to be really a lot racist. of those guys. Go were, ahead. No, no, no. I'm, I'm having Go a feeling ahead. a lot of those were, um, you know, not necessarily went to school, studied music kind of thing, like just growing up, playing it, living it. Right. Yeah. And they, so you've yeah. had the complete opposite ends of the spectrum. Right. Do you feel like you pull both of those things in still or has one been ignored and one been more? Um, the, the weird thing about my schooling is. Um, he forgot everything he learned. Well, the stuff that I, like I said, the stuff that I spent, you know, countless hours trying to perfect on my instrument right. um, isn't appropriate to do for the songs that I'm writing, or at least I don't think so. I right. mean, there was a little thing I did in that song where I sort of went, out, went outside a second. Yeah. yeah, the jazz came through. But it was just to get that, maybe it was just to get that reaction, like, what, what's that about? And then yeah. it's over before you think about it, and then yep. we keep going with the song. But, um... And also, I was never a trained vocalist, so that's just stuff that I've pieced together yeah. by trial and error. And I'm probably still... It's probably more error than than anything. <laughs> I, st- I always feel like I'm... I'm it's trial and I'm still error. I'm still struggling with, with learning how to do that like for the stuff that I write. But yeah, um, yeah I always, in, in a certain way, I envied um, a lot of those guys that I was playing with because it was something that they shared with their whole families. Like, I don't come yeah. from a musical family, and I always thought that would be cool to have this yes. thing that you do, this part of your culture where you go right. every week and you guys express yourself in this, like, non-explainable, non-verbal way, and you right. all have it in common. Yeah. And you grow weird. up your entire life doing it, so by the end of it, that's why a lot of these dudes... They're really good at, at a bunch of instruments, and yeah. they're confident, yeah. and they can sing, and it's it's second nature to them because uh, right. if they don't know anything else. I, I always it's like how it's second nature to me for complaining. You know? Right, yeah. I could just go right into it. <laughs> From your mother? <laughs> well, you know, I, my whole my family. My mother. Well, anyway. but that is a really interesting, you know, is that a, called a dichotomy? You know, just the, those two ends of the spectrum that you've sort of experienced and, you know, learned from. Those are pretty, both uh, probably pretty far off. Do you think you taught them anything? Um, Just, just general swag, really. You know, (laughs) just (laughs) a lot. Well, were you ever sitting there and they were like talking about theory or talking about stuff that that you knew the answer to full well? Oh yeah, 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 definitely. And you were like, well, listen, you know, a lot of these guys are great musicians and they pick a lot of the stuff up that they do by ear. And so uh, sometimes, uh, if I did something that they, if I played a lick or something during a song and it made somebody have that like stinky face yeah like they smelled something bad in the room right. it's a good reaction you know what i'm talking yeah, about yeah, yeah totally they're like, like whoa, whoa. Ooh, like, ooh. that yeah. was good you know yeah. one of those things then yeah, i can yeah. i could like a saxophone player or a bass player i could sit them down and be like well i started with the one and then the three right. and then the flat five and blah 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 right but then he I, said man, just play it again i'll cop it don't music good musicians all the good musicians i've met are, are cannibals man they will eat any information you have alive and mm. they'll internalize it and then they'll use it to their benefit right and so i'm always trying to do that too if i hear somebody do something a rhythmic thing or or like a phrase in a song some lyric that sounds interesting mm. i'll try my best to remember it and learn from that and then incorporate it into what i do without sounding blatantly derivative because yeah. that's you know what you try to avoid right. but I'm d- I do that constantly. That's why I suck. I can't remember shit. It's, fun- it's funny. Theory for me, I-, I just never, I guess my brain just 
never picked up on it. I just really couldn't grasp it. But I can remember a long time. I mean, this is like high school. One of the first few songs, you know, I was working with a band and writing stuff. And I remember having a, a part of a song where we didn't know where to go with it. And I had started with like one part. And my buddy came back and he said he went to his guitar player, guitar teacher, and he came back. He said, well, based on like the previous chords in the first part, these are kind of the options that we have, of course, to go to. That pissed me off. I hated that. Yeah. I hated the thought that well, this I'm is, limited. This is all you can do. Yeah, yeah, like I just didn't like that at all. But I know it has its place. I mean, definitely, because there's a lot of times where I'm fucking clueless with you know real musicians. I'm like, oh shit, what are they talking about? <laughs> but you know, just play and I'll see if I can pick up on it. All right. But uh, that just got me. I, I remember hating that thought. Like, no, I don't. I, no, I, it can go anywhere. You know, it can. And and when you get into more dense like. When I got into my more dense studies, like that was the point was these are things that people have learned through repetition and trial and error. And this is just these are just options, man. If you try this stuff, it's like baking a cake, man. If you if you if you feel like putting jasmine or rosemary or fucking paprika in your cake, Oof. go for it. It might taste like shit. But then you try something else on the right, rack, right. and you can figure but it out. But there's somebody out there that there's likes some, it. And, right. and just like a recipe, music is, you know, it's yeah. a recipe about theory. And somebody has figured out that there's certain things that sound, that taste good together right. to your ear. Yeah. And you can take that advice and do, and just copy their recipe and be very sort of blatantly derivative. Right. Or you can be like, well, no, nah, man, I think that uh, this would be cool in there instead. And that's, and knowing more of those ch how to make more choices sure. like that is 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 good to do cool hungarians Hunga what, my grandmother's hungarian what's the problem she would, how does her, she would what's her voice like <laughs> can you impress can she you would impress probably anything? like a cake with paprika in it uh, paprika <laughs> <laughs> you know yeah i guess she would <laughs> <laughs> all right so did you want to do uh two more or one more because we were discussing earlier that you might want to do four tunes. Yeah, so we can throw one in. Do you want to throw it in the podcast, or do we want to ha have that held? No, I, I, if he wants to do four on the initial podcast, I'm then fine with that. Do it. Okay. We can uh, do one right after the other. Okay. What do you... Uh, what, right? What do you, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. We'll do a couple more. I mean, they're not 20 minutes each, or, you know. Uh, one is forty-five. Okay, good. <laughs> and then the other one's it's uh, very and a half. They it's very well, not twenty minutes. It's not very. Minutes. It's very heavily influenced by Rush. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got to bring in the Glockenspiel for that one, though. Wait a minute. What about the washing machines? Do you need the washing machines? In All here? right. <laughs> oh, I'll, I just that's what I visualize when I play. I have to see that. Yeah, um, there's some DVD of them. We're talking about Rush. If we didn't mention that before. Yeah, yeah we did. Where the dude sets up sure a bunch of Rush? washing machines yeah. for uh, in like near his his base stuff. Yeah, it's really weird. Just to have more shit on stage. I feel like that's sort of a... Uh, if, if, if it's like an inside joke... A rotisserie... Yeah. Rotisserie ovens? Yeah. Cooking the chicken. That's a really good idea when you think about it, because there's probably a lot of people token up out in the audience. You got a little something for the munchies that's after right. their, you know, there after you the show. I don't... I don't know. I, uh, I don't think that... Um, I think it's funny if the whole point of them doing that and actually perpetuating it for for this long, if it's just one giant inside joke between the bass player and the guitarist, yeah. that's funny that they committed to it on yeah. that level. Yeah. But, but is it fair to the audience? I don't know if it's fair to the road crew. 
I don't know if you can justify <laughs> yes. to the dude that has to unload 16 uh, washers and dryers every day. They're getting day. paid whether it's another an extra light rig or, or, or washing machine. It's right. very fair to the groupies who, you know, go back and enjoy a Neil Pert or a Peart or whatever Peart the hell Pert. his name is, Peart, Pert. Pert. And, uh, and a Getty Lee and, and an Alex Lifeson with nice, fresh clothing to strip off of them, you know, bounty fresh, you know. That's fair. <laughs> it's bounty fresh. Right there. Well, and the thing about the washing machines is the Maytag guy comes out and moves everything. So. Oh, it's, a, it's probably a union thing, probably. That's too, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, I'm assuming. I'm and assuming. I may be wrong. He could be wrong. you're not going to intro this tune Never uh, either. No intros. No, actually, I have something written down for this one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I have something a little yeah. prepared. <laughs> oh, you can give him that. It, uh, <laughs> it's a bull, and it has a stop sign in it. Oh, and Brian's there's bull- a gate. That's bullshit one of tickets. Brian's bullshit tickets. There's a gate, and it has poop, and then there's a number one. I have not, to this day, used one of your bullshit tickets, have I? Nope. I don't know what that means. I've behaved myself. But we'll just you've, leave that you've there. You've been good. Just the... F- just the notion that they're there keeps you under control. Yes. That's really what we need to do is frame them and just put them like that's right. on little stand, picture frame stands in front and of And move it on either side of the desk whenever somebody's... No, no, just as long as he knows that they're there, he behaves himself. All right. So, so we're uh, going to do two right here? Well, do you want to come back talk and, between and finish a little it, bit? Or are we gonna, yeah. yeah, let's do that. All right. Do this one, and then we'll bullshit for like a very short amount of time. Okay. And then we'll do another one, and then we'll wrap it up. That sounds Fuck am- out of here. That sounds amazing. All right. Good. Okay. There was a tailor, he made new clothes for all the family that build and grow. Never a woman for him a child with me, and that was his mistake. There was a jeweler, he made things shine for the men who brought them down from the mine. Never a woman, him gave him grace. Oh, her hand or is a medal. Oh, a warm embrace And that was his disgrace Disgrace Yeah And it's a broken heart It's in a toilet lonely All the day Never knowing Time as a winner Only Growing a life in disarray. Yeah. 
And it's a broken heart, it's in a toiling lonely every night. Only knowing a warm winter, only showing harm is right. And it's a broken heart, it's in a toiling lonely all the days, never knowing. Tom is a winner, only showing a life in disarray. 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 Yeah. Yeah. You know that song was the perfect tempo. Did you notice that? Uh, they all were, but <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> that song especially, though. Oh, thanks. It was perfection. <laughs> um, well, I was just going to mention quickly, I don't want to, you know, we're going to do another tune here, but uh, what about recording? What's going on? Yeah, that's a good question. <laughs> Look, does anybody out there want to finance oh, man. a highly profitable... I'll shave. I'll, uh, Eventual I'll wear record. nice clothes. Hey, man, set up a Kickstarter account for me, or just let me play record in your studio. Look, or I'm going to mix down me, all these tunes that you did today. Let me tour with you. Put me on your bus. And while I'm going to release it on my own. I'm going to take all the money. Oh, that sounds wow. Like, that, what, sounds that sounds evil. Fine. Yeah, sounds like an evil. No, plot. that's his incentive to go ahead and go and, and start oh, recording. Right, oh, I understand. Right. Right. If he doesn't, he has like 90 <laughs> days, <laughs> and if he doesn't do it in 90 days. Are you still playing That's any of the stuff that you did when you with the solo stuff? Uh, like, do I you have, do any of it? Or? I have no idea what I did then. Okay, so maybe to an- to to sh- poorly answer your question. I mean, I just feel like it would have to trend like you. Whereas I feel like my whole life was writing this music and then occasionally doing acoustic things and trying to think. Well, what translates acoustic? Yeah. You'd have to translate it the opposite, I guess. There's some stuff that uh, there are. We do a lot of this. We do a handful of stuff that I did. Yeah. That I w- sort of like wrote by myself and had mostly performed by myself. We rearranged a lot of that stuff to be able to play it in this context. Yeah. Uh, and then there's. Um, so I think it works both ways. Sometimes if if I now I don't play solo very often, but when I do, uh, like I played. Um, who did I open up for? I played a variety, which is a really cool place, uh, oh, yeah. and okay. all the people cool. there are really nice. Um, Good and they backstage treat, they area. They treat me really well when I'm, yeah. when I'm there. It's, mm-hmm. They're really cool over there. Give you the warm towels and. The so I played there, and um, I pl- they asked me to play solo because the band that I was opening up for had a bunch of gear, and they were like, "We'd prefer it if you played by yourself, just because it's." We Who were you like opening yeah. up for? Do you know what I'm saying? Uh, if you can edit out the pause while I think of their name. Oh jeez. Uh, do you think it was Weird a little, do that. Do you think go, it was uh, a little bit of fear of like upstaging them too? Sometimes I wonder about that shit too. Uh, uh, from well, I mean, f- since I was opening up, absolutely, they should have been right. terrified. <laughs> Would you worry about that? I am an. I am a. I think that that's I'm a flaming thunderstorm on stage. <laughs> flaming. <laughs> if you can imagine. All right, that. that's another word that I could edit into our whole little one. <laughs> flaming thunderstorm. Uh, I, oh, it was Steve Kimmock. And he oh. was, and he was also playing. Uh, his his organist name sound familiar? Because you've heard of him he? before. That's why it sounds familiar. Uh, uh-huh. And he his organist yeah, for the sense. night was um, Bernie Worrell, 
Oh. And I've been a really big Bernie Royal fan for a long time, so it was really, really cool to get to meet him. And they called me up on stage during their set, and no I shit. got to harmonize okay. with Bernie. Oh, really? On a uh, on um, a, a Talking Heads tune because he was he played with Epin, and yeah, that was really cool. Wow. Oh, so sweet. that set, I was yeah. gonna do it solo. I had my I played probably just on like an electric and sang, but it was challenging because for two reasons. One, it was a really short set. It was like five songs maybe. And I'm I've oh, wow. gotten used to now playing in bars these real long marathon yeah. sets. Yeah. So I was like five songs. What, what do I do for do? five songs? Uh, whereas when I first started, if I was playing an open mic, you know, when I was a kid, yeah. when I just played in my Fuck, in my I got to put three I was like tunes together. Yeah, what yeah. am I going to yeah. do? What's the third one going to be? I only know yeah. two songs. <laughs> right. Uh, so it was strange having to think about which tunes would hold up in an a solo arrangement and yeah. uh yeah it was uh, I, I actually went across the street to that awesome little uh what is it Mediterranean, Mediterranean place Alibaba's oh, yeah. in there it's yeah. like a hookah right bar too to, right oh, hookah bar too anytime i'm down there man yeah. i sit i sit in there we always eat if we're playing like five spot or variety yeah. and uh i always eat there and they're really nice and i'll smoke a hookah and like relax and and like and and feverishly try to figure out a set list. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's always the best, though. You know, when you're used to playing three sets, and then you you only have to do like a half hour, you just pick your best shit. I mean, yeah. it's, for me, it's always so easy. Yeah. Well, I just felt like I was leaving out stuff, and I f I felt well, like I yeah, was forgetting stuff. Like, oh, this song could have been. You can pick the cream of the crop and just say, let's blow them away with yeah. these five. I've got yeah. a lot of crop. There's not a whole lot of cream, so for <laughs> me, it's a little different. That's gonna get in there. There it's you mostly go. Mostly crop for me. <laughs> so it's a primarily creamless crop. If you, <laughs> if you don't edit something together, I'm be <laughs> so pissed. Creamless crop. Who's, uh, that's that's <laughs> the name of my. Uh, that's the album. Creamless, creamless crop. The creamless crop. That's the name of my cover. <laughs> that's, that's the name of my cover band. I think it should be Marshall Ruffin in the creamless crop. And that's the what creamless it should be. crop. <laughs> it's gonna be a cover band. Actually, Adam, how do you feel about being a creamless crop? <laughs> A piece of creamless crop. Uh, <laughs> you know what? You're a piece of creamless crop, dude. <laughs> he, Alan, and I have a friend that he plays music with who lives in Carolina who yeah. had the buck, the best idea for a cover band. South Carolina? The name of the cover band was going to be Cowboys to Men, which <laughs> in and of itself is, is brilliant. And yeah. it was going to be... Uh, I th had the idea of doing it both ways, but he, his initial idea was doing now, like that's going in it too. Yeah. I have the idea of doing it both ways. All right, now, yeah. you're now you're reaching, and then yeah. you can edit in his mom, yeah. and then him saying, "Now you're reaching," and, and that'll crumb. all make sense. Yeah. Uh, but his his buddy wanted it to be R and B covers, like '90s R and B songs, yeah. but played in like a bluegrass style. Oh yeah, yeah. cowboy. I wanted to do the other way, where I have. A R and B band that does bluegrass. It uh, does like country tunes, like Willie yeah. Nelson and and uh, stuff like that. Oh, but and Jennings, cool. and shit, but, yeah. but but sold out. But yeah. sing it like yeah, yeah. you're like you're uh, well, you Kelly or something. That. Oh, I'm going to do that. Stuff. Yeah. That's trademarked, people. All right. <laughs> <No> <laughs> along, along with our Jesus movie idea. <laughs> no one steal that idea. Those <laughs> ideas. <laughs> well, didn't you ever see Hazy Dixie? Have you ever heard of those guys? No. Well, that's yeah. similar. That's on the same. I mean, thing. but uh, well, it's just the similar kind it's of bluegrass band doing all ACDC, all ACDC, Hey Dixie. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's awesome actually. Well, you can look out for my new cover band, which cool. is yet to be explained, which will be Creamless, the Creamless Crop, and then you should also look out for. Uh, my Creamless Crop Cowboys should be the real band name. Don't you know? Don't you realize how good that is? The Creamless mm, Crop. That's that's that gold, Jerry. Good. I like gold. it. I like it. It's really growing on me. <laughs> Alan and I, for a long time, have been partial to Marshall Ruffin and the Dry Heaves. <laughs> <laughs> That's been a front runner for a long time. 
The dry heaves and wet leaves. <laughs> yeah, that's go. been a front runner for a long time. <clears throat> well, listen, good. this is what we're going to do. Yeah, what we're going to we say do? goodbye now, All and right. then they're going to play on the way out. You understand? I hear you. You hear what I say? I know what you're saying. You get, you get me? I'm right, right there with, with you. What do you think? What? Well, oh, yeah? Oh, wow. All right, All hold on. All of a sudden, he needs the headphones. All right, well, we're going to break for a second. I'm going to unroll these. See if they re- see if they'll reach over there. Can I ask one more question while you're doing that? Sure. Nah, fuck it. No, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Nah. Yeah. yeah? Like, you edit this shit out or you I was actually kind of curious about like uh, your lyrical influences because um, I'll be honest, I don't really hear a ton of great lyricists anymore. But I, I you know, I'm trying to listen. You know, w- w- it's the first take hearing some of these songs, but I, I like. Uh, some of the vibe of what you're writing. Thanks. Um, lyrical influences, man, I have a lot of them. And again, this is the, I mean. How about I f- the Mount Rushmore? I felt like, I felt a little silly about my schooling. Well, I do now in retrospect because I was only interested in being an instrumentalist and being a guitar player. Right. So that's what I imagined myself doing professionally. And then my last semester of school, I started writing my own stuff. And I kind of mm-hmm. got, I was like, shit, now what do I do? So I'm very, I'm not trained at all in songwriting or arranging. I have very, I have no training in that or singing. I don't so yeah, I mean the stuff that I'm coming up with is is probably a lot of what I said before, like uh, trying to be as influenced by people that I respect as I can without yeah, sounding, sounding like, like derivative, yeah. really yeah. derivative, and like I'm ripping people off. But uh, my rush, Mount Rushmore of songwriters, Tom Waits is definitely up there for me. Uh, because I think he's amazing and uh, he's really cool. Um, there's a girl named Joanna Newsom who is a harpist yeah, and a singer who's a really good lyricist. Um, I listened to Bob Dylan early on. Of course, every, if you haven't heard of Bob Never Dylan, heard of people out there, <laughs> Ro- the the Robert Robert Zimmerman, Robert Zimmerman mm-hmm. is a f- is uh, he's an mm-hmm. he's got a good future ahead of him. That kid does he, if he keeps going a, some, if he keeps his head places. on his shoulders and doesn't make doesn't meet uh, make bad influence bad 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 decisions. He's uh, he's <laughs> going to be going places. <laughs> <laughs> a kid a kid to watch for. You heard yeah. it here first. <laughs> yeah. Um, How was that? Is that good? So yeah, Tom Waits. Um, what else did I say? Joanna Newsome is yeah. really good. Uh, this is one of those things where somebody asks you a question, like if you're in a record store and you didn't write a list, you don't yeah. remember any bands. Well, of course. Right. So I kind of feel like any, Do you think you there's anybody, homework? anybody in more of the – because bo- all those – I mean, Tom Waits does have his sort of – I mean, well, Dylan and Tom Waits both do have like their electric moment. I just feel like I think of them more as like the singer-songwriters still. I know yeah. that they've done d- different stuff. But it sounds like you're moving in kind of a different direction. That's where I think I, the songwriting really starts to drop off when you get into more, you know, band kind of rock, blues kind of. I, that I think is that's true. where sometimes and it drops I actually off. struggle with that sometimes because I have a difficulty. Like I used to not be able to write a chorus; I couldn't repeat words, right. and it was frustrating. And like now, when I when I come up with lyrics, for one. I'm trying harder now to like enunciate because I tend to like sing a little mush mouth and it's mm-hmm. hard for people to understand what I'm saying. Yeah. But um, the do, you, do you like that? Was it like a style that no. you kind of liked? No. You it's just tra- something okay. I do and I yeah. and uh, it just happens and I yeah. and I but the people that I 
the, the the song the singers that I like are sometimes not the most alliterative singers. Right. And so maybe it was some sort of subconscious thing that I was doing without knowing about it. Right. Um, I mean, Dylan went definitely went through a phase yeah. where he was completely unintelligible. But there's I do I do agree where maybe one of the things that I'm trying to do is play stuff like the last tune where it's like um, it's it's pretty accessible like the the harmonic like content it's nothing really complicated or crazy but i have a hard time i can't uh write i have a hard time writing a song or maybe i'm not interested in writing a song that's like you know real s boy meets girl it's like where you can see the second line in a stanza coming yeah. after hearing the first line yeah it's just that that stuff doesn't come to my head. Yeah, no, that's there's a good. place for it, and there, there's a lot of music that I like to listen to that sounds like that. I mean, any sort of soul stuff, it's like you can see it coming from a mile away, but it, yeah. that, it's endearing because of that. Right. So, but those are a lot of, if you're going back and listening to the original, you know, like early days of soul music, it was the first time it was yeah, happening. That's true. So it's different that at that true. point. It wasn't you know? cliche yet. Yeah, yeah it wasn't true. cliche yet. Right. Yeah. That's very true. Well, yeah, I guess with song, part, one of the things that I do inadvertently or I can't help myself is. Uh, a lot of the song ideas I come up with are little narratives, like they're mm -hmm. little stories about, yeah. or about, they're little. They're, it's like a little storyline, like you could have an animated movie attached to it, like mm -hmm. a beginning, middle, and end, and specific characters. <laughs> but the the diction that I use is sometimes maybe too. It's not very vernacular, like it's not something that people would say on the street. Right. And I hope that that's not alienating. Because I'm not sure, and nobody knows who the hell I am, so I don't have a wide, <laughs> a big like no no sampling side. Not yeah, a big you know what I mean. I can't yeah. you can't poll the the the. You, I'm not a household name, so you can't poll a lot of people and get that opinion. Right. But uh, yeah, I, I, that's just how it works out when I write songs. Yeah. And I don't have I actually don't have a lot of songwriters. I don't know of any bands that are doing exactly what I want to do, because I feel like as an artist, one of the things you should you should do when you're learning. You know, it's like you're learning this language. So you, when you're a baby, the way you learn how to speak is you're just mimicking like a parrot, and you don't have really any understanding or control of what you're doing. You're just trying to be able to physically manifest this thing that you hear other people doing. Yeah. And then as you get more comfortable with this thing, you have to whether make sense. You, yeah. you, get, you, you get your own vocabulary. Yeah, you use it. And then your own personality comes through in the way that you communicate with people. And I think music is the same way with language in that respect. So I could see that. Uh Maybe one, but but I think also a goal of an artist is not to sort of uh, blankly blanketly revere your the people that you idolize. You should try to be better than the people that you ins that inspire you. Like your goal should be, yeah, Bob Dylan's great, but I want to write a song that's better than Blowing in the Wind. Like I want people to listen to some tune that's and be like, fuck that guy, lofty. And of course, yeah, no, it's probably not going to happen. And it well, shouldn't. And it's not attached. It's not an ego thing. Like I don't think I'm better right. than anybody, but I want to be the best I can sure. be. Yeah. And so I don't know of anybody that's done, that's made the music that I hear in my head that I've yet to manifest yeah. in the in the way in a way that I feel like would really achieve that goal. If I did, maybe I wouldn't be a musician. But I feel like that's now my is it the, the reason that you don't think you can manifest is because you need other people to, to realize oh, that or no you're, you're just, just content like the tools at my disposal like yeah. i don't have a big bank account and and a right. you know a publicist and a booking agent i don't have any of that shit like that you hear four female backup singers with this tune but you just don't have it sure so. or like i see myself on a stage instead of in the corner of a bar playing to a bunch of people's backs right yeah <laughs> <laughs> you know yeah so that's, it's no, tough. that's the only thing i know man. Yeah. well you know i i just think it's good to hear again in 
I mean, I'm being, I'm really throwing a blanket over things by just saying, like, you know, hearing a rock band. But I do kind of hear you guys. I mean, I'll stuff be- you're doing. Once you're, once again, you deviate from the 12 bars, you know, then you kind of turn into a rock band in my yeah. mind. And, uh, and it's just nice to hear somebody that's that. thinking. Yeah, if you're definitely. comfortable, it's just nice to hear somebody thinking lyrically and thinking to say things in their own way. I don't think we have enough of that in rock music. I, well, that's in rock. That's and great. Roll. I appreciate that. I mean, there's definitely okay. And I hereby declare <laughs> <laughs> that this that upon the stairway to heaven. <laughs> <laughs> there will be. Don't start. Oh, right. Don't start. Okay, You're so. going to give away I'm our done. secrets. Okay. <laughs> it's a very nice compliment, and I appreciate it. Yeah, okay. no problem. Good. And I hope to live up to it one day. He, you're a rock and roller. Just to, just accept it. I definitely Nothing think wrong with that rock and recently roll, the, the sort of that sort of like more aggressive stuff, which I am by no means mastodon, you know, so right. take yeah. that word with a grain of salt. But um, or Kip Winger, I or think, or <laughs> Kip Winger, or or uh, again with the Kip Winger, <laughs> right? <laughs> but I think that that ro- the the that kind of stuff is coming through what? more now. Yeah, uh, definitely more than when I was here last time because I was playing acoustic guitar. True. Well, sing- I mean, think of some of the greatest rock and roll bands. Some of the greatest rock and roll bands started out as blues bands. I mean, Led Zeppelin, Rolling Stones. You know, they were blues bands when right. they started. So except you know. Zeppelin and claimed that they were. Except tunes. Zeppelin, yeah. who's there's full a of lot shit. of bands <laughs> that might. Fit loosely into that into that genre that I really respect too. That I think sounded um, they were easily categorizable when they began, and then they changed the mm-hmm. sound of the band yeah. as they evolved as like as as individual musicians. Sure. Like Black yeah. Keys are a good example of that. Yeah. I'm a huge fan of Radiohead. They're a great example of that. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of bands that I that I like who who turned into something else. Sure. Where now yeah. when you or, and or some Jack fans White, liked it and some fans like, fans yeah. didn't. I'm a big fan of Jack White too. Like yeah. you know, a lot of these people that may have started their career as as being where you could sort of pigeonhole them if you want if you were if you so desired to. Yeah. Sure. But now yeah, when people you, love to do that. Or I mean, Tom Waits or whoever. But now when you when somebody says the name of any of those bands I just mentioned, you don't think Oh, they're a blues band or they're a rock band. You, uh, for me, I hear their music like they're their own genre of yeah. music. So, yeah. Oh, that's right. the ultimate. I mean, to be yeah. able to have you know have a song come on, you know, and but say, oh, there's the Black Keys, right. and you don't even you never heard the song. Before. But yeah. we're people that are into music, yeah, and we're musicians, yeah. and we, I mean, we that's can true. talk like that. That's you true. know, you take uh, my mother. You know, <laughs> as long as there's Christ. as long as there's a tambourine, she's poor happy. mom. <laughs> But that's Who's taking me? Where are they taking me? <laughs> How much is this going to cost? <laughs> that's funny. Have I ever been there before? What should I wear? Is this formal? <laughs> Do I need my glasses? <laughs> Do you have a coupon? <laughs> but that's definitely something to aspire to, you know? Yeah. No, I think it's cool. Well, that is exactly what I want. Well, I'm glad I, I uh, let you ask that one last question because that was a good one. That was our longest segment. We, we went to unnecessary places that I'm happy about. I was unnecessarily long-winded and I no, apologize. No, no. no, I'm glad. You'll edit all. Aren't you glad that Listen, you explained You're going to edit all that. We out. have to no. have a little... No, we got to have a little That's bit for everybody. Stuff. I mean, there's people who listen who are you know musicians and want to know about you know your, your silver tone and and how it was created and made and fixed and all that stuff. And then there's people that just want to hear us you know be smartasses and yeah, right. Well, that hasn't happened. And yet. Do, our so. Bar- so. do our Barb Malkin imitations? <laughs> Will you stop? Should with I wear me? heels? <laughs> all right. So what did I say we're gonna Nothing do? Nothing low cut. We are gonna say goodbye to everybody. <laughs> yes, we're gonna say goodbye. Everybody in here and everybody listening out there. Yes. In the ethers. Uh, 
And then these guys are going to play one more tune. So uh, let's wrap it up. Um, this is episode 62, correct? Yes, it was. Back in Studio A. Back. Two Faces Radio. Yeah. I'm feeling good. Land of Music we're Scene gonna, Podcast. I'm telling you, everybody, we're, we're, we're back. We're on a roll. We're going to... Uh, well, no, I shouldn't even say that because what if we fuck up and then you'll yeah. see us for a while. But we are back in Studio A and podcasts yeah. from here on out will be from Studio A. Well, and no, that's so you gonna, can't say that either. I, well, they are from here on for, I think, for this foreseeable future. Okay. For a good amount of time, yeah. let's say. Yeah, the debts have been paid. They got some bad runs and some bad horses. Yeah. Some made yeah, some mistakes. Exactly. Oh, we and still so got to put the podcast always, together. You always, know? Been always been on black. Always been on black. Get kicked out of here. We will be in the studio. So, thanks again for listening. Let me... Yes. Um, uh, first, let's do your contact stuff. Like, if people want to find out what you're playing and what you're doing, what do they do? My name is Marshall Ruffin. It's R-U-F-F-I-N. There's two Fs. Yes. Uh, but we'll have that on our There's uh, no S's. Homepage. No S's, no And the Q's. last name. No P's. That's true. There's also no P's. Uh, so, if you put that name into, you know, like... Reverb Nation or Sonic Bids or Facebook or I just have a website that that's named. Right. You'll find. You can find calendars and and uh, whatnot, pretty pictures. And, uh, Do you have any steady Do you have gigs? Anything? Oh, sorry. What? Do you have any steady gigs you're playing, like weeklies or? No. All right. Not yet. Well, you never know. Yeah. Um, all right. So they'll find you that way. Yep. Um, now for us, uh, twofacesradio.com. That's T-W-O. Yep. Um, and then if you're listening on our website right now and you don't know that we're also on iTunes, we're right there. Go over to that little iTunes button there. We're in iTunes. I don't know if you ever heard of that place, but uh, it's a good we're place. We're there. It's, it's, all, there. it's all for free, yeah. as you know. Yes, you that's the best part us, about it. Subscribe to us. And if you subscribe to us, that means every time there's a new episode, it, it's Boom, right it's there. in your computer. You don't have to think about it. Right. Um, now, if you're on your iPhones and you're on your iPads, it's there too. There's okay. iTunes and there. Nice. You can listen to us all over the first So many ways to listen to us. And if this is one of the first times you've heard us, or the first time, there's a lot of music on this site. 61 other episodes to yes. check out. So? Oh, you know. also Adult Friend Finder. Um, <laughs> check me out. J-Date. Can they find you on J-Date? Uh, J-Date. You must send a picture. Yes, please. That's very A cool. high-res photo. Yeah. Yeah. What do you want them to wear? Oh, wait. All right. So we're going to do one more tune. Right. Um, did I say everything we need that needed to be said? You said almost everything that needed to be said because you know there's one thing that we always say. There is one thing we always say because we pontificate a lot. We, we think and we talk. And even outside the studio. We talk and we, we think. We talk way too much. And whenever we uh, say too many things and they're not being recorded, what we always say is save, save it for, for the, the show. show. And without further ado... Do you think? You're not uh, going to introduce this one either. No, I'm just going to sing, too. I'm not going to play guitar. So here we go. All right. Damn it. All right. Daddy killed a preacher with a Bible in his hand. So mama sold her body in the kitchen where she'd stand. Cooking me and my three sisters our bit of daily bread. Before my 13th summer, my dear mama, she was dead. Mm. Oh, mama, she was dead. Mm. 
Mama, she was dead. So daddy broke from prison with a fire in his ear. And he came in through the window with a bottle and a tear. Standing over my three sisters, he put a match into their bed. I heard him calling for my mama, but I dear mama, she was dead. Oh, oh, oh. Mm-hmm. Mama, she was dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh. Mama, she was dead. So I came out of my room to find him laughing in the harbor. Seeing me with my own pistol put his back against the wall. He hollered, where's your goddamn mother? I raised the barrel to his head and said, you're on your way to see her. Because my dear mama, she is dead. Mama, she is dead. Oh, Mm. Mama, she is there. Oh. So the police found me sleeping in the snow outside the fire. And the judge, he gave me murder one on the day that he retired. When they finally walked me down that hall and strapped me to that chair, I won't be calling for my mama, cause I know she won't be there. Yes, when they flip the switch, the sun's lightning running through my head. I won't be calling for my mama, cause my dear mama, she is dead. Yes, my mama, she is dead. Yes, my mama, she is dead. Yes, my mama, she is dead. to make sure <laughs> I didn't want to jump on that applause too quick because I want to make sure that that was definitely <laughs> Two Faces Radio 